There's a place here at the table Your coats go by the door You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor I hope you wore elastic Cause your waistband's gonna get tight Take time's done, we're having a night Hello everybody we're here. We're back for episode two of weddings. Having a night has a wedding. Having a night, wedding night. How you doing? How's your wedding planning going? I feel like that's kind of a good place to start. Um, hold on. The best place to start, as we discussed last week, though, is uh, I'm Ari. Oh, right. I'm Sophie. And you are listening to Having a Night, the podcast dedicated to reviving the lost art of the dinner party and this season dedicated to to what? what's the wedding. word dissecting everything oh. about the wedding right also guys sophie is looking at me across zoom with oh. a mustache and bright pink lips oh I, you can't it doesn't show up eyebrows can't, i yeah. always hide self-view hold on let me get rid of it so that it's not so distracting filter I mean, wow. Oh God. It just popped up. I truly look, I mean, the point was for me to look insane. Ari disappeared for a second. So I thought I would surprise her with some fun <laughs> stuff. Um, oh, the oh, by the way, you. her microphone is not really working. So if we sound like, if we don't sound as good as we usually do, that's why, but we would never deny any, the pleasure of our voices. If anyone knows why my Yeti is not showing up in, um, my like preferences with zoom, please let me know. Colin. Colin, do you know why my mic isn't working? Email me back, buddy. Colin, we love you. We love you, Colin. Are you listening to this? You're our editor. Are you listening? Hello? Hello? (laughs) Okay. So today we really want to- Wait, Go, go, tell me. Don't you think we forgot to do this last week? I should ask you what you ate this week. I was thinking about that too today. And And then I- What do we think? Do we like that? I think people like it. Great. Okay. What did I eat this week? Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, I feel like this has been a little bit of a jumble of a week, so I can't think of anything. My dad made a really incredible meal. Oh my God. No, I know what I ate. Sunday morning, we woke up. I was at my parents' house, Millbrook with Harry. And my mom was talking about making a breakfast burrito, but I was like, oh, a breakfast burrito. I'm going to be, you know, by 11 a.m., I'll be passed out again. Can't do that. Mm-hmm. So instead, we made breakfast quesadillas, which is basically a breakfast burrito, but just slightly smaller. Um, yeah, please walk me through this. Was yeah, it so folded we, or was it done in a pan? Also, it was not a breakfast burrito because I feel like a breakfast burrito often has, um, we didn't have beans in it. Mm-hmm. So we put our tortilla in the pan, heated it up, melted some cheddar cheese on it, some sharp cheddar cheese on it. Harry made some scrambled eggs, then put scrambled eggs on one half, then some like amazing, my parents always call it ranchero sauce. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's so good. It's spicy and almost like looks creamy, but Uh I don't think it has any dairy in it. Sounds good. A little bit of that, some cilantro, some scallions, some uh, jalapeno, chopped jalapeno. Inside. Bad boy up. Yeah. Inside. Exactly. And then just ate it almost as like a, taco. I so far I've used taco burrito and quesadilla to describe this meal. It was none. It was a creation of our own making, but it was so good. I'm like, 
God, I just love tortillas. Me fucking too. I, I mean, we them. should do an episode oh on flatbreads. Sure. Yeah. I mean, a, a naan, a pita or tortilla. A, I could go on, but I won't. <laughs> Save it for the, uh, the episode. Great. Yeah, exactly. Expose <laughs> flatbreads. <laughs> Save my knowledge for the expose. Okay. What about you? What'd you eat this week? Well, I was in LA over the past weekend, long weekend. And we went to this restaurant in um, Sherman Oaks, this Thai restaurant called um, Anjak or Anjak, um, A-N-J-A-K. That was truly one of the best meals I've ever had in my life. Oh my God. I want to talk specifically about this one dish that was like something I've never, ever, ever had before, which is always so exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was this kind of fish curry. Like we thought it was just going to come out like a normal kind of Thai style curry, mm-hmm. but it was like in this little clay pot, like terracotta pot, not terracotta, but you know what I mean? Little, yeah. little clay pot and with a little top. And when we opened it, it was like a souffle. <gasps> like they had, and it look, it does not sound appetizing to be like, it's like a souffle with fish in it, but it no. was, it was unbelievable. Like was it, it kinda, almost like this, like, you know, in, in, at a Korean restaurant, they bring the steamed egg. Was it almost like that, but with curry flavors and with fish in it? No, it like, it was like a custard almost. Like so a chawan mushi? Kind of like a chawan mushi, but less, I don't know, like it. it a chawan mushi, right? You wouldn't have like really with rice. You eat it on its own because it's like right. um, solid. Yeah. This f- felt like you, it could get liquidy. Like if you put it over rice, it would like melt a little bit. It was just so phenomenal. Mm. So, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That was well incredible. Ari buried the lead considering the fact that our fourth season is about weddings. She was at a bachelorette party in LA. I was at a bachelorette. Yes. Tell um, me all about it. I was I was with um, some good girlfriends. We rented a house in LA. Um, she lives in LA and in the Valley, which I haven't spent that much time in the Valley. I feel like I've done some some bar crawls but and gotten some good Persian food, but that's about it. Um, and we just hung out. I, like the difference of having going to a bachelorette when now, as opposed to five years ago is hilarious to me. Like a bunch of my friends have kids now. So ones like very recently have, have kids and, and, you know, they're like pumping breast milk at the pool as opposed to five years ago when we were all raging and like going to strip clubs. Right. Or it was like, okay, on Saturday, we're going out to the nice sushi restaurant and we're all wearing black or whatever what is that bachelorette it? thing of like everyone dress up in a theme this is my thing about like first when you just said going to a bachelorette now is so different from going five years ago, i'm like right it should actually have a different name because even the word bachelorette feels so infantilizing at this stage yeah and i feel like yes and that thing of everybody dressing the same way is so infantilizing and Yeah. That like your, what you just experienced sounds really pleasant. I don't know that I've been to a deeply pleasant bachelorette ever. That's also because I think a lot of my close friends who got married later 
sort of stopped having them. But yes, exactly. Wait until yours. You better fucking have one. Wait, I'll I'll probably be helping to throw it. Oh my god. Oh my god, what am I thinking? Duh. <laughs> you will be throwing it. Hey guys, anyway. I'll be soliciting your ideas. Okay. Anyway, that's not even the meat of this episode. I just wanted to put out there that you did something wedding related this past weekend. Good point. Um, today we're talking about food, which I know feels kind of redundant in this podcast because every week we talk about food, but we just want to kind of, before we have any caterers on the show and before we have any food professionals, um, speaking about weddings on the show this season, I think we just need to like take an episode, just me and you and just go at it. Like what are our big ideas about food at weddings? Like, what do we hate? What do we really envision for ourselves? Why is it so hard to kind of get what you want at your own fucking wedding? So I think we should just kind of, you know, lay it all out there before yeah. we've got the profession, the professions on. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get honest. Let's get real. What happens when, wait, hold on. I'm trying to do the true life tagline. What happens when people start, stop? No, wait, real world. Yeah. yeah. Wait, when people stop getting polite, polite and start and getting real? real. That sounds, there's definitely a start. Something gets real. Something, something starts gets, to get real. Exactly. It's a stop and start. Which is different from the, remember when they would do like the like behind the scenes celebrity one, which then was like, you don't know the half of it or something. It would be like following Missy Elliott around for like a oh, day. Oh, you know, wasn't it? You think you know, but you have no idea. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Welcome. <laughs> oh That's God. Good. Remember True Life? God, True Life. Now that was a show. Yes. True Life. I need calf implants. Never have I felt so seen. Oh my God. That. Do you think you have small calves? Oh, I have like, they're chronically underdeveloped. Wow. Like, I have, whenever I go to PT, they're like, you need to do a hundred calf raises an hour. <laughs> but remember at the end, he was like, now I'm actually perfect because I got my calf implants. Like that's how you want plastic surgery to end up, you know, not with a person being like, no, I need more, but being like, no, it was just this one thing that was holding me back from greatness. Yeah. Now wow. I am my own Adonis. <laughs> so great. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I heard they were bringing back cribs. Real happy about that. If it, if the rumors are true. Oh yeah. Anyhow, food, Anyhow, food, 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 food at weddings. Food at weddings. Why? I mean, I, I we should do a listener poll this week, maybe on um on Insta, because you and I are both of the persuasion that food at weddings is generally terrible. That might just be because we have uh, superior taste to most people. Sorry. We're more discerning super tasters, but I wonder how many people are like, what do you mean? Weddings are the best food. Well, to me though, it's like, if you think weddings have the best food, you're also the kind of person who looks forward to going to eating on a plane. It's like <laughs> planes have the best food. It's like, no, they just don't. Unfortunately, it's just a fact. Like <laughs> if, 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 if a caterer is trying to cook for over a hundred people, the, the quality will simply suffer and that is no shade on the caterer. That just like happens to be the way it is, you know? Yeah. If yeah. The caterer is listening to this and thinks I'm wrong. Please call me out. I look forward to the moment. I mean, look, I have, I have had a few really great wedding meals and surprisingly they were plated, which I'm all about mm. plated food, but for some reason, and I, 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 
I can only speak for myself, but there's something about getting a plated dish at a wedding reception that to me, it's almost like putting a hat on a hat. It's too <laughs> formal. It's just too, it's every, I, I mean, I, Listeners know I have strong feelings about weddings and and so does Sophie, but I, you know, neither of us (laughs) are really kind of into the, all of these wedding rituals and traditions and, and kind of doing it in a normal way, which makes us great people to be hosting this season. (laughs) Like we both are anti-weddings in a certain sense. Yeah, very much so. Uh, So anyway, the plated food, it's just like, there's something so kind of overwrought and sentimental and like fancy and like fake fancy about the whole affair. Right. Then when that little tiny piece of filet arrives, I'm like, get that out of here. (laughs) You know, totally. I'm like, Like I I just want a cheeseburger. Right. Like I need, I need something to be less kind of stuffy. It just feels, it feels formal and stuffy. And like, you can't let loose. I think that's, that's what it is. And I, well, I think often it feels like the stuffiness of the food or the, the the way that it is being served is not in keeping with the lack of stuffiness of the rest of the event. You know what I mean? It's like, it's very weird for everything to be plated and served individually when you're at like a, a rustic wedding. It just doesn't make sense. Right. Right. If it, if it is black tie and if it is in certain places, then I get it. It's sort of like, how else are you going to do it? It feels yeah. in keeping. Yeah. And but it's also that- like, that to me is the thing. It's what's the mood, you know, like how do you make everything about a wedding suit? The mood it's the Mm -hmm. atmosphere. It's the creation of an atmosphere. It's like doing, it's like you're making a movie, you're making a piece of theater, right? You know, everything should be a part of the atmosphere that you're trying to create, which actually in a way, I guess is like why a Pinterest board or something like that is probably so helpful. Cause it's like Mm -hmm. Putting all of your ideas in one place so that you can really see how they all fit together. Totally. That's how that's where I'm at. Not Pinterest though, like an old school cork board. I can't be staring yes. at a screen. Like I need to have a big ass cork board and with magazine clippings, like a real child of the 90s. You oh know? Oh my God, I love, I love a clipboard. I yes, just, I just love I need touching to pieces of a magazine with yeah. my hands. Right. Like I need to, and I need to, it to be there at all times. I don't want to have to like get on the internet to go see it. No, it's so depressing. And then it's also, I mean, whatever, then it, you have to learn a whole other app and blah, yeah, blah, blah. And, and we failed, tried and failed at that one. Uh, okay. So with, with the wedding, right. So I agree. I think that plated, it always feels so uber formal. And then there's also always the pain of like, whatever the, whatever the kid's table is, you know, it's like, if you go to a, the wedding of someone who's a little bit older or whatever your table gets their food last. So oh, then it's that like everybody right? else is up and dancing and I'm still like, I'm waiting for my dessert. Oh my like gosh. Yeah. So I, uh, it's, of course it's difficult to serve everybody at the exact same time. So it never happens. And then it's very weirdly staggered. Yes, I agree. But I do think there's something, the reason behind a lot of, I can see a caterer trying to convince me that I want to do plated, yep. uh, which I will, you know, Slightly decline (laughs) and fire them. You'll fire them because you're good at that. Um, I, uh, I feel like a caterer would be like, well, you know, that way we have, we're able to time it out. Like it's a, it's a wedding planner, caterer type thing of like, we have more control when we are setting down the food and then taking it away, regardless of the staggering or not. I think the fear for most people, besides just like the messiness of 
either family style or buffet is that like, it could just keep going on and on and on. And the wedding planner like no longer has control. Do you know what I mean? Right. But with the plated stuff, it's like, it doesn't go on and on and on because there's X amount of burrata. And when that burrata is cleaned off the plate, you can clear it. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying though. But they often so clear if you're before waiting you for that. Well, I mean, you know how we both feel about that. Okay. So clearly plated is not the way to go, perhaps unless it's black tie, but like, where do you fall on a buffet? I have been to some great weddings actually that were buffets. And I thought it was so great. Like great, great, great. My dear friend, Emily, and my dear friend, Freddie, who used to be my roommates, in my early twenties, we all went to Vassar together. Uh, they got married maybe five or six years ago now. And in a really cool, um, open kind of warehousey space in Manhattan and uh, Freddie, they're both like, just have the best taste, but like very adventurous people. Um, Freddie went, studied abroad in Syria and then he lived in Egypt. He, uh, so anyway, (laughs) help me. I'm like totally (laughs) just reliving that wedding moment and loving it so much. Um, They had a, you know, big, beautiful, big round tables, like beautiful wedding. But then for the food, they had um, a buffet from this like amazing restaurant, like Egyptian restaurant in Queens. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So it was like very meaningful. And, but it, it was just, I had never had wedding like that before at a a wedding. I think whenever I think of buffet at a (laughs) buffet at a wedding, I go to you know, what are those pans called? Like the heating pans. Yeah. With like a guy standing there in a chef's toque, you know, and a hat and he pulls open the thing and he roast beef. Oh, you don't want roast beef. Okay. Chicken. It's like, whereas that, that is like, that's a great buffet because it makes sense. But it's like, if you're offering me roast beef or fish, I might as well just be sitting and you might as well be plating it. Right. Like, I don't want, if if there's going, if there shall there's be gonna, a buffet, I don't want anyone working the buffet. Can I also say, hold on, I'm having a real moment here. The <laughs> bread at weddings is never good. And there are so many amazing bakeries in this I, country. I, it is unacceptable to have bad bread at your wedding. If your bread tastes like it came off of an airplane, don't have it. Don't have it. I had a couple great dinner rolls at the wedding I was at last month. Rehearsal dinner, it was like, it looked like, it looks like nothing. It looked like an old, crusty, like mini ciabatta. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah, ciabatta exactly. for That's one. what I'm talking about. Airplane food. But then you opened it, put a little butter on there. It was phenomenal. Okay. I don't like, I. it was magical. And then that was the rehearsal dinner reception. We get there, we sit down. And I was just so happy. It was the same bread. Like they, they served it two nights in a row. And I was like, bless you all for this. They this knew is that, true they gift. Knew that was some good bread. And it doesn't have to be a roll, but that's kind of my point, right? It's like, by now we know there are fantastic bakers. There are great bakeries. Yes. <sighs> but it could get expensive and overwhelming as I'm, you know, finding out very rapidly and when you have someone just being like, no, 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 we'll take care of it. It's, there are yes. so many teeny tiny decisions you have to make when you're planning your wedding. Even if you have a, a planner that if a caterer is like, we have all things food covered. You're kind of like, cool. 
You're not like, is your bread from an airplane? (laughs) If you trust them, if you trust them, I know. Yeah, if you trust them. It's just finding someone whose taste you feel like aligns with yours. Yes. So what is yours? For our listeners who did not hear you talking about your wedding last season, remind us all, regale us in the beauty of of your, your wedding food. So- Harry and my dad and I did all of the food. We had gotten some um, foie gras terrines from D'Artagnan, which was great because we didn't have to do that ourselves. So we did make the mistake. I thought, so, you know, a foie gras terrine, it's like there's kind of a layer of butter on top and then the bottom is all a foie gras mousse. And they should be kept in the refrigerator. And I had the thought, I was like, oh no, I think we want it to be a little bit softer. So I made the mistake of being like, Harry, we should definitely leave these out for like five minutes before we have them. Big mistake, but whatever. So we had flagratarines on toasts, on like toast points that we had made. White bread, crust cut off, whole classic thing. There's a great so photo good. of Ari eating it. Then we went up, my dad, okay, no, sorry. Then we went up, Ari had brought lobsters. We had some oysters we had. We did not have lobsters. We saved the lobsters for the next day, but we had oysters. Then it was basically kind of like classic antipasti, olives, mortadella, prosciutto, caprese, really good bread. Bread was basically a theme of the meal. And then my dad, and what was so nice about that, obviously everything room temp, it was all already on platters. You know, we had all, we had already put everything on the platters. Then we just had to kind of bring them out to the table once yeah. we were there. Um, and then my dad grilled a bunch of steaks over charcoal. Got, we got really excellent steaks from this place, Low Bells in the city, which if you've been to Low Bells, it is so overpriced. It makes Where your is eyes it? roll is it back on, in your head. Is that Madison? Madison and maybe like time. Um, but you know, for a wedding, it's nice to throw down. Um, so we had incredible steaks, all grilled rare slash medium rare. Um, big green butter lettuce salad. And then our friend had made us, our friend down the road had made us um, two beautiful cakes, a Guinness chocolate cake, because my husband, his last name is Guinness and an elderflower lemon cake. And they were astonishing. I actually, I think about those cakes often. Did you you freeze them? Did you freeze the leftovers? Yes, but I don't know what for. They're just sitting there. What are you supposed supposed to to eat a bite of it every year? Really? Every year? Oh, that's why you do Everybody has a different thing. Some people are like, it's for your first anniversary. You eat the whole piece. Never heard the bite thing. Then I've heard your first kid, you're supposed to eat it. Well, I haven't heard that, but wait, but for your anniversary, you didn't do it? No. Oh. In fact, we were actually up there too, but nah. But it's sitting there. When the time is right, we'll have it. Valuable space in that Von Hasselberg fridge. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Or freezer. Freezer. Between that and you know the whole the whole leg of Hamon or whatever, geez Louise. Um, so yeah, that was the wedding food, and it was all family style, obviously. Um, ironically, at an eleven person wedding, we could have done it plated. Like that actually is a situation where you could do it plated, and it could be really nice. But we were serving everything ourselves, so like it would have been too stressful. Yeah. But God, I mean, good steak. This is my other thing. They're always serving a filet mignon. I'm sorry. I don't think a filet is a very good cut of steak. I think it's flavorless because it has no fat. This is another one of these things where I'm like, we are right. This is right. This is correct. However, we're in probably, I would assume, uh, in the minority. 
I but think, the, but people get fillets because they think they're, they must be good because they're expensive. I know but they're not. It's like, guys, just get a skirt steak. Hello. Yeah. Ooh, I know. Hello. God. Yeah. Save hot, yourself a thousand dollars. What? I said, save yourself a thousand dollars or a flank steak or a hanger. Should I go on? Yes, you should. So um, what's your dream for your, what's your dream for your wedding? And what are some fabulous wedding meals that you've had other than those rolls that you had last month? Those fucking rolls. You know, I've had a lot of really good plated, uh, not a lot, but the past few weddings I've gone to, they have been good. There's just, you know, it is like a duo surf and turf and there's a little tiny filet and a salmon, but like they were both like very, very flavorful and just exceeded my expectations of what a, a duo or a duet, which I hate duet of salmon and chicken. Like, no. Do people oh say my, that? Yes. Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, talk oh, about wow. trying to make it fancier than it is a duet, a duet. What are they like? Yeah. Yeah. Playing Dan the piano at the same time. My God. Um, I, you know, I am, um, in, uh, close, I am close with people in my life who do not like family style meals. And I just think this is a, if I, if I just have to say it, uh, a circumstance where I'm just going to have to put my foot down. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's your wedding. So that's all there is to it. It's true, but that's a whole other topic, right? Cause it's like, it's your wedding, but then you're like, but isn't it also really a celebration for like uh, your parents for like making you and right. It just seems like there's more. Uh, I mean, is it mean of me to be like, I just don't believe in that. May, no, not mean. It's just, it's a hard take. I think it's one thing if it's, if your parents are pressuring you into having a wedding, like, you know, you would never, you would not have gotten married, but your parents really pressured you into having one. Then of course, sure. It's for them. They can kind of do whatever they want. But if you want to have the wedding, it is about the two people who are getting married. I'm sorry. Like that is all it's actually about. Like it's nowadays, it's not about two families coming together because like, no, we don't live in those circumstances anymore. It's yeah. not about celebrating each family individually because that's weird, right? Like it's about the two people who are getting married. So it should be a celebration of them in their style, I think. I mean, I get that people are like, well, you know, so-and-so is paying for it. Of course, that's very tricky, but but then then don't have them pay for it. I don't know. It just kind of feels like if you can't have the version that you want, then what's the point? Well, to make a lot, you can make a lot of people happy in one fell swoop and then they'll stop bothering you for a while. Yeah. And I mean, like extended family, Do you, like, yeah, I love I my also, family, but it, yeah, I have, I have a small family, so I guess it's also different. Like I just never had. Yeah. I mean, uh, our, we've, we have a couple guest lists going. I'll just give you guys some insider intel. We've got a couple whoa. guest lists going. We've got like the maximum guest list and the minimum. And even as I like scrape through the minimum, trying to cut more, which is so hard. I feel like we should have a therapist on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's very, very difficult. Um, I'm noticing that like our family, just our bare bones family is more than 
our friends yeah. when we cut it down like that. And it's, that's something I never want. I want it to be at least equal. Yeah. I mean, I always, I feel like always the most fun weddings, of course, are when there's, it's mostly just friends and there's limited family, but then it turns out the families always end up throwing down and having so much fun. I mean, we went to one of Harry's cousin's weddings a few weeks ago in outside of London and it was one long table of family and one long table of friends. So it was not huge. It was like 70 people mm-hmm. and it was so fun and everybody really co-mingled and it was such a blast. So I feel yeah. like, you know, there are whatever I'm being, I am being the way that I am. I'm being, you know, curmudgeonly about it, but that's, I am the foil for you. No, <laughs> I totally agree. And oh gosh, what is it about long tables that just, ins- it's like shared play it just inspires a sense of like community community even though you would one would argue that like oh a round table does that better and you would you and I have talked about this on the show like how we love big round dining tables but it's kind of impossible to have the space for that but that's if you have a big round dining table that seats 10 that's different from having 10 big round dining tables that seat 10 right like as in you're trying to there's nothing communal about each person being like, I'm a table four. Well, I'm a table two, you That's know, true. and then kind of trying to dissect why they were seated there and why that table and all that stuff. It's like, yeah. Oof. And you actually, the, the tables are often too big for you to, and it, you need to like kind of listen to speeches or there's loud music playing. It's impossible to actually make contact with people across the table from you. Right. So you've just got the people to the sides of you, which you could argue is not different from a long table, except that in a long table, the person opposite from you is closer. Right. So you just, exactly. It's you just, have, you actually have more people to talk. Yeah. To. You kind of have a cross plus two diagonals, plus the two people next to you. I mean, are yeah. you, are you taking you me through have... SAT geometry? <laughs> We've got two diagonals across and a straight. Yeah. And when I take the hypotenuse, I, I'll take the hypotenuse, please. Yeah. Hypotenuse for two. Yeah. <laughs> A squared plus B squared equals C squared. A thing I will never forget. Oh. Pythagoras. Um, okay. So it sounds like you're going to be a long table gal. Thank God. Yes. Even if I, you know, I'm probably going to have to throw fucking throw down extra money because a lot of these places come with round tables. Yeah. <sighs> oh, anyway. Boy. I've, I, you know what I've always wanted to do? Big, huge square that's empty and that's open in the middle. So people have to crawl under the table to get to their seats on the inside. That's so cool. Yeah, but only you and I would like that. Well, that's true. Um, Okay. Can we talk briefly about canapes? Sure. I feel -hmm. like the new thing seems to be having like a set up cheese thing or a setup raw bar or a setup almost like buffet style. And I feel that the past canapes have gone out of style, but God, there's nothing better than trying to flag down the person with your favorite canapé. Can I just talk about how that is both you and I, hence this podcast. I, I can't tell you how many groups of people I've like stood around with during the cocktail hour and a you know, a person holding a delicious tray of like weird canapes comes up and everyone's like, no, I'm fine. It's so bizarre. I'm like, okay, what give me one for everyone standing here. <laughs> yeah, find me. I when you literally come out did that last again, time. Okay? Flagging them down because no one was eating them. And I was like, these are actually really good tiny fish tacos. And so I started hoarding them. 
Like I had a two top, like a, like a high table and I just had like plates of mini tacos. And I was like, guys, come here. These are good. Then I was like, whoa, I don't know enough people at at this wedding to be showing my true colors. (laughs) Wow. Now everyone knows I'm but that's what you got to do. But also it doesn't matter because you'll never see those people again. Sorry. You will obviously. I will again. You were at their (laughs) wedding. Um, yeah, I just think, yeah, I, I find great pleasure in, in finding the best ones. You got to try everything. Then you got to decide obviously which ones you want seconds and thirds of, et cetera. Let's get to it. What's like your favorite. What's What are your top five? Okay. We can it will never do me wrong. Like, let's not even consider that because that's like just base level, you know, whatever base level best. Okay. I'm picturing a small spanakopita. Oh, okay. You were like going right up and down the, the freezer aisle aisles yes. of Trader Joe's. Yes. Little, <laughs> little, okay. Here's what I don't like. I don't need a mini lobster roll because basically it's just a roll with like one small chunk of lobster. So you can keep that away from me. Definitely like a small brisket taco, a small, a small taco of any kind, a quesadilla, of course has to be hot though. Cause you don't want the cheese to be congealed. Oh, mm-hmm. I said duck. Really hard. duck is very popular as a past hors d'oeuvre, like a duck spring roll. Ooh, I will have a mini summer roll any day of the week. Basically like no one's mini, I'm so excited. A dumpling. Listen, this is like, we've talked about. It's like my favorite foods are things that come wrapped in something. <laughs> like whether it's a burrito or a dumpling, like the excitement yeah. is the fact that you can't see what's inside from it's the surprise. outside. It's a surprise. I love a, a surprise. surprise. Me too. Um, definitely keep it salty. I'm not interested in like something that's kind of weirdly sweet. If you have a sweet sauce, fine. Um, but like I don't want something that's sweet at the, uh, in the, Ugh, what if you just had like, first of all, all the, all the oysters, canapes oysters, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oysters. All the canapes you're describing are like very nineties. <laughs> Imagining like, no, just like, you know, Spanakopita, pigs in a blanket, you know, little quesadillas. <laughs> okay, fine. Should I add to it? Um, a t- like tuna tartare in a cone. Oh, I was going to say, you need to have, you need to have uh, uh chicken satay. Right. Chicken satay. That's part of your menu. Tartar in a cone. I mean, the classics. A little chilled soup, a little chilled gazpacho. Ooh, but you know what actually would be really good? A little chilled um, pea soup. Yes. Ooh, I love a little soup shooter. Yeah. What if it's an edible glass? I love that. I mean, like Parmesan glass cup. Whoa. Uh, what are your favorites? You know, I I'm agreeing with you. I'm, I'm, I'm all there for this nineties themed wedding. Those are because you can't go wrong with the classics. And yet there's something about seeing a canopy, not understanding what it is. It's unlike anything you've ever seen before. It does not look like a taco or, a, or mm-hmm. a, I was about to say donut. I mean, sure. Um, and and then you put it in your mouth and it's delicious. Yeah. I had something late summer at a wedding with, I think it was like a ricotta tomato, maybe like it was probably on a little toast or something. There was something that made it seem very different. Yeah. I'm but down for different. Thinking. I just couldn't think of any. Yeah. Something with like a quail egg. If I'm going to, if I'm like doing it up at my wedding, I want like uni, quail eggs, oysters. I'm even imagining like, individual spoons with a ball of melon with exactly. a little bit of shizo leaf on it, olive oil and salt and pepper. Yeah. 
I'm imagining wow. that as well. God, that sounds incredible. Thank you so much for, for speaking it. Maybe even like on a little bit of ricotta, right? It's like ricotta should be the base for everything, you know, or just like a little base of something. I love getting a little individual spoon. Fabulous. Fabulous. I wonder if they, those catering companies account for how many spoons lost. Cause you know, people are just like tossing them. You think? You know? Yeah. No, because the person always stands there waiting for you to eat it and then put it back down. Oh, which is horrible. Oh, that is a horrible practice. Oh, you know what? I was just picturing like a little Chinese takeout container. Like maybe late night, they pass out amazing noodles. They did that at Danny's wedding. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Hi, Danny. They did that at your wedding. Our friend. Danny I think they served the whole burratas to each person at that wedding. And I ate my whole burrata. So did I. It well for you. Like this is here. Who knows how many courses are left? I don't know if I'll ever eat again. I'm drunk out of my mind. You better bet your ass I'm eating the whole burrata. Right. I want to be excited about eating at a wedding. That's what I'm yeah. trying to say. That's I want to talk about say. this. Okay. Because I want there to be at least a very long portion of the evening, which is just devoted to having a night in the way that we both know and love it. Just we're eating delicious food and we're talking to each other. We're not having to like get up and do, you know, the Macarena (laughs) or like have to everybody listen to my uncle speak. So trying to achieve both a little, well, mostly column A, but a little of column B. Yeah, it's just, that's something I've been thinking about actually all day, especially because as we've, we mentioned last week, I don't fully, I don't want a big band. Yeah. So if it's just like, Hey, some guys playing jazz, no one's going to want to get up and dance, which is totally fine with me because I want the dance party to be like kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Ravey, you know? Yeah. And like, I don't like probably a lot of people at my wedding, like are of the age group where that, that would not interest them. Yeah. So I'm like, but I want those people to dance and have fun too. So I'm like, do I put in some dancing in before the after party? And oh, if yes. so, absolutely. I think you can have some lead in dancing into the after party. Like, I think that if you have a jazz quartet, let's say a jazz trio is jazz a duet. Moment. Duet, exactly. Chicken on the drums and salmon on the <laughs> Salmon on the bass. Salmon on the stand-up bass. Give it up. Um, I think, I think having that during dinner is perfect because then people actually enjoy the meal, eat the meal. The food will be so good. They will want to be enjoying the meal and sitting, not getting up, sitting down, getting up, sitting down. Then you transition during dessert to a little bit of dancing for the older folk. For the Mm -hmm. older folk. Um, and then (laughs) into the dance party. You're so British. You're so British now. Yeah. Right. I All wish. of your old folks' voices are British. Oh, I don't know. That's just because I i don't know. It's okay. I've been I, around I, Harry I too think long. it's endearing. I have like a really big fear that I'm starting to adopt certain of certain things that he says and that people are going to think that I'm trying to be British. Oh, oh my God. I'm oh God. so happy you just brought this up. Because you've been waiting to tell me that I've been doing that. No, no, no. I have just like... I have, I have thought that that must be hard. I should have told you that. Cause I've, I like, I think about that a lot. Where, Cause I'll say certain things and I'm like, wait, 
I know that that sounds like I'm trying to be British. It's actually just because I'm living with somebody who's English. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, you're just a Madonna. You're just a Lindsay Lohan Madonna. Big fear. <laughs> yeah. You'll never. God, I was about You'll to never. attempt a British accent and then I stopped myself. Thank God. Okay. Anyhow, so we've got. Thank you. That's great advice. Thank you. You're welcome. I think uh, that is like, do I, having just like dinner be dinner. Exactly. Maybe peppered with some speeches, but like not like everyone stop. Just more like, like a feast. Yes, exactly. It should be like a feast is a part of the night. A yes. feast is a big, should be a big part of the night. I don't know that I've, I think actually I've been to a couple of weddings where it's felt like a feast and that is fabulous, right? It should almost feel medieval because in fact, the whole thing is completely medieval. You know oh, what okay. I mean? Should I just have my wedding in medieval times? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say it. Those turkey legs are kind of good. I'm sure they're incredible. Uh, have you hired a caterer yet? No. Have you no, spoken to the people? Be- okay. I am. I am looking. I have a vision. I will execute it. I have some leads. We spoke about this last week. I want things to be cooked over live fire because I want the whole thing to be an event. I don't want the cooking to be hidden away in a in a kitchen. I want it to be like, oh, people are walking into this reception. Like, cool. I'm going to be eating that later. You know, yeah. we're food people. I want food to be a big part of it. Could not so, anymore. I'm so thrilled that you say that. It's the perfect way to put it. Yeah. Don't hide it away. It's Don't a part hide of it. it. Yeah. I mean, there's a time and a place where it's like, whoa, this food just came out of nowhere, but not at a wedding. Agreed. Not at your wedding. Not at mine. Thank you for the clarification. Yes, not at mine. Can I ask where you are with events? With, with, with events, Jesus Christ, with space. Oh, what's it called? Your space, what? your the venue we're looking at. Thank you, venue. Yes, the venue we're looking at is called Basilica. It's in Hudson. I'm pretty sure we're going to go with that. Possibly May 21st. Oh my god. We were looking into doing, as Sophie knows, a winter wedding for some personal reasons, which we can get into at a later date. Um, it just it we could we could do it. Like, of course we could. Chris and I can be like, we're getting married January one. Let's go. But you could do a New Year's wedding. Okay, I'm just putting it out there. Whatever. I said we have well, Chris is like best man at a New Year's Eve wedding. Oh, it's here. <laughs> Never mind. So we won't be doing that. Uh, anyway, it's just we could make that happen, but that takes a lot of upfront work. Um, and I'm not sure. I also don't know what the big difference between February and May is. If we're talking like February and August, fine. But like, we got this venue we like. My mother also pointed out to me very smartly that. If we do winter and so many of my family coming from Chicago, we run the risk of like, there's a storm and people can't get there. So good call. Good call. Yeah. Right. It's just like, of course I was really excited about traveling. uh, Yeah. I mean, I I was excited about Ari in a long sleeve wedding dress. Oh, it will be long sleeve, but unless it's July or August, if it's May, it's long sleeve. May is cold. May can be cold. It's true up there. It's, it basically doesn't get hot till July. Yeah. Darn tootin'. Um, I'm feeling like we should wrap it up. And I feel like we didn't have any heavy hitting points, but also I think that's okay. But I think we did. Okay. You know, like, <laughs> we did. Fa- yeah. Let's go. Your over wedding that. should be 90s themed. It should d- goodbye. It should be uh no uh nothing plated, everything family style. 
Yeah. Or a buffet. I'm into this buffet idea, yes. but not American style buffet. If it's a buffet, then it should be like, there should be something eventy about it. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was also just thinking like a little lamb rib. Cute. Like a little lollipop chop. Yeah. Very good. Mm. Um, right. Like I said, the, those, that was basically our big takeaway is like family style is great. No, we talked about other things for we sure. We you don't have enough. to, you don't have to like listen as we rehash what we just said. I know. How enticing. Um, no, I, 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 I help. See, this is help. what planning a wedding has done to my brain. Do you feel that you're becoming a bridezilla at all? No, I kind of honestly wish I was. Well, I guess that would mean that I'm good at like, what I said, I guess she doesn't have any self-awareness folks. I'm joking. Oh, you are so obviously not a bridezilla. You'll never be a bridezilla. Yeah. I don't think it's really in my nature because it's not a thing that I like really, really want. Of course I want to be married to Chris forever, but like this thing starts to spiral and then it just looks like, you know, the bride and groom on top of a white cake, you know, and that's not anything I ever, ever wanted. So I'm trying to like, keep that in mind while I'm inundating myself with so much information from the wedding, like multi-billion dollar industrial complex, the mm-hmm. wedding industry. Yeah, so yeah. it's like hard to keep your own vision straight when you're just getting like fucking straight. The algorithm is like straight to your fucking brain. It's just everywhere. Yeah, yeah it is. It really and every is. venue you contact, it's like, here's our wedding. Like, here's what this includes. And it's packages. Just, I don't want packages. I, de- I never want a package. Right. You know what I mean? The honeymoon package, the wedding package. It's all like, ooh, unless it's like a girl's getaway like you and I did in, you know, in Napa. Oh, yeah. That's different. That that's nice. that's a worthwhile package. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. It's so hard not to make these things cookie cutter, but but I know you and I know it won't be cookie cutter. So well, so that's one all there person's is to it. got faith in me here. She does. She sure does. Um, well, we're gonna keep talking about food. Obviously. So fear not. Exactly. What should we do next week? Maybe give a little sneak, sneak us, peek us. Sneak us, peek us. (laughs) That's really good. What's the date? Today is the 13th. What's next week? What is the last? Is next week the episode before Halloween or the one after? Ooh, it's the one before. Okay. Ooh, I don't know. (sighs) Halloween wedding. Well, we could do a tire. Maybe we talk about a tire because, you know, getting dressed, it is all costume. Of course. Oh, I love that. Sure. All right. We'll see you next week for uh, wedding attire. Ooh, baby. I can't wait. Okay. We love you guys. We'll see you soon. Talk to you soon. You know, you'll listen to us soon. Bye. Bye.